Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out <laughs> in Copenhagen. Thanks, Thanks, Appreciate your faith in me, you motherfucker. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Sex Show Podcast. Copen and Copenhagen on 97.7 FM. My name is Owen and I am joined by Marius. Hi, sir. This is your modern guide to living in the city of Copenhagen, and we talk about Denmark, we talk about life, and we talk about everything. And Marius, Marius, tell me, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, we're going to touch on a, a on a lot of things. Oh yeah, I feel like today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start you off with the, the news roundup. Nice. Uh, just uh, get you updated on mm. the latest and the greatest here in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have a uh, uh, Danish Iranian, uh, Joe uh, Rahima Sanjay. I hope I somewhat pronounced that correctly, Joe. Uh, who joins us for? Uh, well, he's he's a he's a bit of an entrepreneur. Yeah, he's an instigator. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, he has hands and many pies. Uh-huh. One of those pies is uh, is acting. He's had his own TV show. Uh, he's doing a he's made a film. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, his uh, other hand is in uh, some uh, uh, Iranian. Uh, Yogurt. He's got a, a, a online sex shop called Peach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is he is a true Renaissance man. Oh, okay. All yes. right. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Use. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we have a fascinating conversation uh, with him. Um, mm. A bit about sort of sex in Denmark and sort of yeah. Do we have a t- some taboos still yeah. here in this uh, country that? Uh, Free porn back in '69. Yeah, and and doubled its sales and sex toys during lockdown. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. So um, that yeah, you can look forward to that. <laughs> Then uh, we got three hot tips, and that's the show. And that's the show. Yeah, that's a great show. Let's get into it. You're on sick. Yes, you are. You want to know what's happening in the news? Yeah, but just before we get into it, I, I've ju- I think we're in the squeakiest chairs of all time in this episode. Oh, mine is fine. Oh, is it just mine? Yeah, it's just yours. Wait. Yeah, that's really squeaky. It's like a um, and I'm shit. I'm too comfortable now to change chairs. So okay. <laughs> forgive forgive the the squeakiness. You're just gonna uh, have to people. sit very very still. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, don't breathe. Uh, in um, latest Corona news. Oh, because I want more of that. Yeah. Yes, you do. <clears throat> um, I mean, it's especially kind of relevant for uh, for uh, us uh, of a younger uh, generation. I like that you count us in that. Yes. Yep. Uh, we are, uh, according to Corona. <laughs> okay. So um, uh, I believe I'm, we talked about this last week uh, where um, because AstraZeneca and the Johnson Johnson vaccine uh, was was uh, sort of scrapped or put on hold here mm-hmm. uh, due to uh, worries about side effects, Um But we still, we still, we had already purchased a lot of them, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, then we tried to push them off to other countries who were like, "No thanks." Mm-hmm. Um, but now the government uh, have sort of rubber stamped uh, a proposal um, or given an executive order permitting the public to get uh, sort of these uh, scrap vaccines hmm? to get these vaccines. Yes. Like okay. Johnson, yeah. Johnson yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So now you can you can sort of. Um, Sign up. Sign up for it. Basically. Okay, so that's happening. Yeah. 
Um, the Minister of Health, Maunus Heineke, has signed an executive order that will sort of enable the public <clears throat> to receive the vaccines. So this is what we were talking about last week, that um, a, a doctor's organization yeah, had they'd sort of said this wasn't a great idea. They Yeah, they were not in favor of this idea. Um, but in, it's going ahead. Um, the executive order will form the basis for the... Uh, to be established, so it's, they haven't quite figured out how to do it yet, vaccination mm. scheme. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they also have to sign a contract with a supplier. Yep. Um, and that's expected to be signed uh, this this week we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- th- there's a sort of a different procedure if you want to take one of the scrap vaccine, unlike the general vaccination program, an individual individual. Uh, Medical consultation with your doctor is needed. So you're going to have to contact your doctor first. To get this? Uh, yeah. And they will get uh, detailed information and must give y- uh, your consent if you want to make use of the voluntary vaccination. Scheme. Okay. All right. Hold on. How, how how fast can this happen? Is there a queue? Is there... Because I will, I will go do this. You will go do this? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I th- well, I mean, I think uh, depending on sort of the, they're gonna have to sort of I think uh, finalize things this week. Um, yeah, contract can be signed this week, um, and then I think it can start happening. Wow. Okay. So um, that's that's pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. And I I think I think it's fair, man. I think it's fair to yeah give as much information you can about it. Everybody knows risks. If you want to go for it, go for it. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, i think you should still research it and read 100%. up on it and then make a make sort of a, a qualified decision on this. Yes, 100%, um, 100%. Sorry, I was being very snarky there. I don't know why. Um, We've all done it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, in yeah. other news, stepping away from uh, Corona. Uh, mm. So Denmark in general uh, is, uh, we have a lot of expats, mm. but we're not known as uh, being sort of the the best at taking care of our expats hmm. and uh, internations uh, they each year do a, a sort of a survey where they yeah basically sort of it's a satisfaction index for expats living across uh, sort of uh, are, are you're using specifically expats now like expatriates people have come here to work yes right this is well people in, come here to work but like in the old traditional sense of what an expatriate is that's what I'm talking about no I think it is the that general term that's just thrown over. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, Denmark uh, is now ranked 37 overall out of the 59 countries in the 2021 expat destination report compared to 44 uh, out of 58 countries uh, in last year's. Mm. So we, we've gone up, gone down, but oh, up. Uh, we're we're do, doing better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be the 59th. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, furthermore, Danes can also enjoy being ranked ahead of their Nordic neighbors as uh, Norway 38. So just one above, uh, one better than Norway. Really? Finland 39 and Sweden 49. And they've all oh. slipped a bit. I was, I, I was in Sweden not so long ago uh, with somebody, and we were just walking down a street in Sweden, and. They were saying to me like, "Wouldn't it be awful if you'd moved to Sweden and like lived here for four years, and then visited Denmark and realized how much better it was?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, 
And it's so close. <laughs> it's like right there. It's 20 minutes on it. Yeah. 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 Um, as expected, Denmark's kryptonite uh, sort of uh, was once again its ability or lack thereof to help uh, expats settle in the country. Yeah, make friends and such. Yep. Yes. Um, so uh, still work to be done mm. on uh, on that. And mm. uh, I believe we're... Uh, Doing our bit. We're doing our bit. We're doing here. our bit. Yeah. <laughs> we we hope so. That's the intention anyway. <laughs> Do we get any we're not mentioned we're, in the dark? We're not, what? Strangely enough, what? we're not mentioned. Come on. Um yeah. Uh but but at least it's uh, there's progress. Yeah. So um uh, so that's very nice. Cool. Um Kick, um if you don't have it in front of you, fair, but what's number one? Do you know? Yeah, I was actually just uh Makes sense. They have like Spain were 16, <laughs> France 25, Ireland 28. What? Uh Yeah, uh, Taiwan. Taiwan. The best and worst one. places for expats in 2021. Uh, top 10 is Taiwan, Mexico, Costa Rica, Malaysia, and Portugal. No way. That's the top five. Um, no yeah. way. Yes way. Mexico. Taiwan, Mexico, Puerto Costa, Rico. Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Malaysia, and Portugal. So Puerto Rico wasn't mentioned at all. No. Okay, I don't know where that got from. <laughs> Costa Rica. Yeah, apparently. Wow. That, a, I, Costa Rica sounds nice. I'm sure it does, but I, I, because I presume it's like integration is part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you integrate quickly in Costa Rica? Don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should go and Maybe try. we should go. <laughs> you could do coping and Costa yeah, yeah, Rica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I see. I mean, yeah. it still works, right? It still works. So, all right. Just for this podcast, I'm going to go move to Costa Rica for okay. six years. <laughs> see how it, like, see how it fares. Come back and then report. And then compare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> be long-ass episode. <laughs> uh, oh, coping in Costa Rica. That sounds quite nice. We could do a little holiday trip. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice and Owen's trip to Costa Rica. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Taiwan. Taiwan was very easy to travel and and sort of quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh really liked Taiwan. Mm, yeah. Cool. Friendly people, good food, good infrastructure. Yeah. Beautiful country. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap. But What about language barrier? No, their English was also way better than uh I came from ch- uh, living in Shanghai at that yeah. point in China and yeah, English uh, sort of levels were were Definitely better. Okay. Yeah. So you could get also by. just because they're not like cut off like China. China is like they yeah. have. It was such a. I came from having slow internet with access to Yahoo, hmm. and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to Thailand, where it was just like high speed internet, yeah. access to the world again. Yeah. Uh, and I, when I came, there was a typhoon that hit in Taiwan. Yeah. 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 Just when I sort of landed, so I was just pouring down like cats and dogs and fucking. Fucked up my trip a little bit, but the first two days I was just like, "Fine, I have internet again. Yeah. I can just, yeah, <laughs> chill." <laughs> like, yeah, it was quite nice. Is it, so Taiwan is it's an island. Yeah, uh, is it a little bit on mainland China as well, or like the, no. the region of Taiwan? It's just the island now. It's just the island, right? Now. Okay, and okay. there's a lot of sort of China is really pushing to pushing it, hard to yeah, get it. Yeah, under the yeah Chinese yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. In uh in final uh, news story, also sort of following up on um, this 
situation with the um, Syrian refugees who was sent um, to uh, this um, refugee camp um, mm. in in Syria uh, after the Danish government had decided that uh, sort of it was safe to send uh, people back. They declared Damascus sort of it was safe enough to go mm-hmm. send people back. Mm-hmm. So they did. Um, but uh, there's some positive news in the sense that um, I'm a little like I've seen. 14 children who got back with three mothers back like they come back to Denmark they've been let back in sort of wow. getting them out of the these uh, so they they were sent back to Syria and then came back to Denmark yes wow, okay. the government has sort of uh, had to sort of reevaluate uh, their position on sort of how The situation in these is more specifically about the situation in these uh, these camps, uh, the the Al Hol uh, refugee camp in Syria, um, where uh, Mette Frederiksen has had to sort of backtrack a little bit. She's not, she's like still sort of. Well, uh, we stand by our decision, mm. uh, but uh, new information has come to light. Oh, you mean that report from the the. PET, which is the Danish sort of um, intelligence service. Okay. Like they ignored their report about Syria. Really? Yeah, they didn't consult that, even though they they got one. And now they've kind of consulted it and sort of, oh, this is why we're kind of changing our opinion. Really? Yeah, it's such bullshit. Um, do you think it's something to do with the backlash by uh, the public? I th- yeah, and also internationally, like yeah, of like course. we are the only, we was the only country who sort of decided that Damascus was safe again, yeah. um, and it's been condemned by yeah, pretty much all NGOs yeah. uh, and uh, a, a lot of other yeah um, organizations have yeah. sort of strongly uh, come come out against this decision, mm-hmm. so. I th- as far yeah, it's fourteen uh, children and three mothers, three women. Um, and these three women had a Danish uh, citizenship, mm-hmm. so their metaphorization is also kind of well. They could just escape from the camps and then return anyway, and we wouldn't be able to refuse them. So that's kind of her bullshit excuse for also backtracking a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Wow, what a uh, shit tone to take with it. Yeah, I am losing my respect for the prime minister. Yeah, drastically. I, funnily yeah. enough, I was talking to someone this morning and I asked him about, we were talking about like political influence and how you'd vote and stuff. And I was like, what do you think of Meta? And she's like, racist. Yeah. And it was the first thing, racist. I think she's actually quite racist. Yeah. And I, I was I was talking to a Dane and like yeah. So I think I think she, yeah. Yep. It does feel that way that people are kind of recognizing these kind of shitty things. Yeah. But sadly, there's also. I got stupidly enough. I, because I read this article uh, in his list of, of one of the parties here, uh, left wing sort of party here. They they had pushed a lot for for for. This uh, these 14 children to be come back home, mm-hmm. um, and they posted this on Facebook. I was like, "Oh, that's great!" And then I made the mistake of started reading some of the comments on this, oh. and uh, there was definitely some fucking yeah, idiot Danish folk party cunts who, yeah, weren't too pleased about this. And I decided 14. to. Uh, oh, you didn't to, to give them my opinion on oh. their opinion and. 
I enjoyed it in the moment. Yeah. But now I regret it. Oh. <laughs> did they <laughs> reply like to your reply? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So I got into this whole... It's a rabbit hole of it, shit. <laughs> yes, it's, it's just... And I ended it by saying, I know this is completely pointless and I have yeah. wasted my time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that I'm not going to change your opinion. Yeah. Uh, and he said, yeah, you're right. You're not. What? That was the, that was what they said? Yeah. So we did end up agreeing on something. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and I can man. see other people are sort of liking and disliking yeah. my comments and his comments and yeah, yeah it's fucking. I told Why, him to what, 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 suck what? a bag in a dick in Danish. What's it in Dutch? Suden pose a penis, which was not the most sort of. <laughs> hey, you know what, buddy? Yeah, here's what I think. You're a fucking yeah. political opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did not approach it in a sort of. Let's open up a dialogue here. I did exactly what you're not supposed to do. So the, with it, was it just you saw a comment and you were just like irate and you're like, yeah, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. like, great. So uh, why don't you find more stuff Denmark has to pay for? <laughs> fucking dimwit. Like, let's get him on. Let's fucking let's, let's get him on. Let's get him on. Right let's, let's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's call so, a messenger. Let's have a chat. Yeah, I stand by my my. My statement, oh. but uh, it's not the way to sort of engage in a dialogue. We we do we do we do need to we do need to have a conversation with people who who uh, yeah. an actual conversation an I mean, actual conversation with people yes. who don't share yeah. the same views as we do yes. or different views because it, it's good to have dialogue. Speaking of which, yes. um, we uh, I don't know if we said this on air or not, but we um, we tried to contact um, the Men in Black movement. Yeah, uh, the pro the, or, the people who organized the anti lockdown protests. Uh, to no avail. They, they, as far as I can tell, they, they kind of step off media to communications. They don't do interviews and stuff. Yeah. Near where I live, two people came. Uh, were going to a car, like in a car park, like close to my my apartment, with the hoodies of the organization. Oh. And I was like, hmm, I'm kind of curious. Can I go up and ask them? What their story is? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, because I can't just be like, hey. Your hoodies. Uh, tell me your political beliefs on the organization. But, but um, <clears throat> but like, just saying that because we, we were we talked about. It. I don't. I can't remember. Did we talk about it on or off air? But we we wanted to know what yeah. that was about. Mm. You know, and yeah. what their what their actual grievances were and what they thought should change stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, that is something we should look into more. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. For sure. And try to I mean, it is just in general this idea about sort of. How do we open up the dialogue? Like, because yeah. it's, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of it. No, and people no. are just stuck in their little. They're on their little island and mm. yeah, on both shouting sides. at the, yeah on both sides. Mm. Um, like I, I did exactly what you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, telling someone to <laughs> suck a bag of dicks is not a way to open up a conversation. You know. <laughs> I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was just—he yeah, <laughs> replies, "I see your point. Let yes. me revise my opinions." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but we did have a really good dialogue with uh, our guest. Yes, that is where we had a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Joe, aka Joe Tech. Yeah. Um, and some very uh, Danish. Speaking listeners may know the show Joe Tech. Um, It's with, available for streaming on uh, DR. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um, very interesting gentleman, a, 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 an entrepreneur. Um, a, as you said, a, a, 
instigator of Renaissance a Man. A Renaissance Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a uh, founder of a, one of the founders of a website called peach.dk. Mm-hmm. You might have actually seen a sticker. There's It's quite a lot around uh, Norbro. They have like, they have posters mm-hmm. and stickers and stuff. Uh, it's spelled P-E-E-C-H dot D-K. Yes. Uh, we'll put a link up to it. Um, just if there's any people with um, uh, kids in the room or anything like that, we're going to talk about sex toys. We don't get into graphics no. about it. Uh, it's very calm, like like cool conversation. Uh, but we started off by talking to Joe about his entrepreneurial uh, side and the the crazy life. Well, not crazy, but like the 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 varying lives he's lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a little bit caught for time because he was about to go run a sex toy uh, bingo night or organize a sex toy bingo night. Uh, but he gave us uh, some of his precious time to explain. His life and the interest and curiosities of Danish sex toys. Sure, sure. What's your uh, what's your what's your um, time frame like? Uh, I need to be at Ama at seven, latest. So I need like to All go. Right, cool, Maybe cool. we're setting up a big event for the twenty second, so on Saturday. Okay. A bingo event. Bingo. Yeah, yeah. We had this online bingo going on all of like the of the the lockdown. Yeah. Okay. Since we've sat here, we've talked about four different businesses you've had. You've 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 had your own TV show. Mm-hmm. You have um, an online sex toy shop. Yeah. You have a possible um, uh, food, a food, ori- food orientated mm-hmm. one, and you do online uh, bingo. Uh, that's part of Peach. Uh, it's a, a part of Peach. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. So, w- uh, would it be safe to say, Joe, that you're an entrepreneur? Uh, yeah. I think we can say that. <laughs> and how, how did that come about? When, when did you start like becoming this kind of like free free thinking businessman? I don't know actually. Maybe when I was young, yeah. like after gymnasium. Mm-hmm. So when I was around eighteen, maybe nineteen. Mm. But I've always been doing like a lot of different jobs. Yeah. Like I worked in vegetable stores when I was young, mm. like Grandhandler and kiosks and stuff like that. I did. Tax papers, even though I have no idea what I was doing, like just fixing big bags of invoices and yeah, uh, yeah. What, for scat? Yeah, for scat. Yeah, okay. when I was young, but yeah. so I had to learn it like the hard way. Oh, yeah, right. oh. but uh, it's probably beneficial now. Or ah, I'm not that. I'm still not that good. At it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. and then um, yeah. So when I was young, I think it started like just randomly, mm. a bit like I kind of. The whole startup thing is just, it's my kind of style, kind of. That's what yeah. I like, like, yeah. like being part of, like, thinking out the ideas and getting the project done. Yeah, okay. The hard thing is to finish them off. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the, the actual difficulty in it. Okay, so, so it's like, it's the fresh when the idea is new and things are being created and, the, the, like, that's where you got a kick out of things. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I get a kick out of it and I think I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. think that's what I'm, yeah. like, getting ideas and... Using my network and yeah, yeah, a white a white field of tools. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tools. Yeah. yeah. And are you disposal. are you like a self taught man in that sense, uh, or do you did like mm, kinda? I have an education at KU, uh, the Copenhagen University, mm-hmm. as a landscape architect. So that's something completely <laughs> different. Okay. Yeah, uh, and I haven't really used it that much. I, I did some internships and I worked a little bit as a landscape architect and I had a, a thing going on with a friend where we did we did some gardens we did the planning and we did the actual garden work as well so mm-hmm. 
but that's many years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some listeners uh, may recognize you from TV. Mm-hmm. You did Joe Tech. Yes. The, the, the show. Yeah. Where does that fit into this? From Scott oh. to architecture to online but comedy it, show. I guess it fits in <laughs> quite well, actually. Yeah. Uh, we did... It was It's me and my friend Thomas. Yeah. Uh, who's now a director at Nordisk Film. Okay. But we started out earlier, like like many, like 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago. There was mm. this competition where you could do a trailer mm-hmm. for a movie or a documentary that you wanted to do. Mm. And then you could win, uh, like, technical support and okay. some finances and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we did this mockumentary about me. Yeah. And back then, the idea was that I had to... I wanted this super gamer computer, but I didn't have the cash for it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And at that time, I was gaming quite a lot. Yeah. And I did a lot of semi-dutchy work, but not really dutchy work. Like, just <laughs> doing the tax papers over here. Like, yeah. just doing a lot of random stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he just, like, we just, like, over... We, we just filled it with steroids, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, we pumped up everything. So it looked way more rowdy. And mm. and it actually, the, the original trailer for Joe Tick, yeah. which was for that competition, yeah. is quite nice, I would say. Like, it's really rough and mm. edgy, but in yeah. a good way. Yeah. yeah. But it never happened. We didn't win. It was someone who did a documentary about their disabled father or something that won the competition. Mm-hmm. That's always going to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, big feeling. Yeah. yeah. And then... Five years later or something, uh, my friend Thomas suddenly has a career at Nordisk Film. And he's like, I have nothing to do right now. <laughs> Should we do Joe Tech? And I was like, let's do it. Uh-huh. And uh, I was in London at that time working as a chef, a new thing. Uh, <laughs> and he called, and I came back to do, we did some some dummies. And then uh, in the end, uh, Dia bought it <laughs> and we filmed it. Yeah. And it turned out pretty epic. Yeah. 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 yeah I've been watching it and like it's, it's, yeah, I really like this mockumentary style of it sort of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And uh, yeah. Because I didn't know you and like, I was like, how real is some of this? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially the last episode. With the horse? I was qu- qu- quite imp- Like, that's a real horse. You're it riding is. a real horse. Yeah. 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 Is it because you say in that episode, I've never ridden a horse, but you look pretty comfortable on that horse. Semi without a saddle. So, yeah, I did have some training. Okay, okay. But, uh, and I only did like uh, some riding on some of those horses that knows the route already, like those tourist horses. Where ah, you just, okay. You just yeah. saddle up and then okay, you have one hour of fun. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, it was okay. It was fun. Yeah, okay. I liked it. Yeah. Because I'm fucking scared of horses, as you mentioned. It's also a big horse. It's yeah, a, it's big a horse. Huge yeah. horse. Yeah. I mean, it was a. I had three days, I think, maybe mm-hmm. two days of training. Okay. With the same guy that had the horse was like a movie horse yeah. guy. Uh-huh. It's the same horse that was in Magnolia and stuff like that. Ooh. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Famous, Famous horse. Lars von Trotter. Little connection there. Nice. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> We're getting close. <laughs> um, You said you were you're in London as a chef, right? So ended quite, up as a chef. A, as a, ended up yeah. as a chef. That wasn't the plan going to London. <laughs> I didn't really have a plan. Okay, <laughs> but that that that's kind of my my next question. Um, so you, you're like 
we're, we're going to say the phrase like entrepreneurial kind of like like startups you, you're good at it is that something you think works best in Denmark are you are you comfortable in it in Copenhagen in Denmark or can you take that idea anywhere I mean it depends I think I think that I have a big like um, my network is a big thing yeah and that's definitely grounded in Denmark yeah so because of my big network in Copenhagen yeah I mean, if I go to Odense, I would be shit. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be shit. I would just be harder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think in Copenhagen, like, network's quite important. Mm-hmm. It's it's not really a big city. It's more like a a big village kind. Yeah, of. yeah. So yeah. if you know someone, you know you know quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think you can. I think it's possible everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. You just need to to know people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's who you know. Yeah. Oh. I think it depends on how open you are. Yeah. And do you think? Do you think because the, the the startup idea takes a lot of like there's risk involved in this, and like there needs to be like kind of a lot of um, trust involved with people you're working with. Do you think Danes and Copenhageners have that? Like, are willing to try new things? Willing to? Do you think they're they're up for that, or are they a little bit more conservative? And you just happen to be one that's got that little spark, or? I think it depends. Mm. I think it's a personality trait, mm-hmm. kinda. I don't think it's as, as like a special Danish thing. Yeah. Like uh, they use there used to be this saying about people from Jutland, like in the like in the mid area of Jutland. There was always they always had this trailer and mm. they're already ready to do it like barter, like yeah. proper do a deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that vibe is not that common in Copenhagen, mm-hmm. but when you do it, it's yeah. I would say I'm a, I'm like I'm that one of those guys from. The middle of Jutland, mm-hmm. but in Copenhagen. Yeah. Without, yeah, yeah, yeah. without a trailer, maybe with a, <laughs> Yeah. But I, I think it's a personal trait. I don't yeah. think it's a specific Copenhagen, yeah, okay. not Danish thing, I would mm. say. No. Maybe actually the opposite. Mm. Yeah, I'd probably also say it's more the opposite, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 We maybe a little bit more... Conservative. Not conservative, maybe sort of you know, follow the, the straight and narrow path a bit more, sort of a bit more mm. plain yeah. and safe to some extent. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why we need... You don't, you don't need to take... Risks in Denmark, like yeah, maybe that's yeah, safe. Like yeah, everything, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can sort of stay within your your bubble and kind yeah. of be all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're good, if you're that good. suits you, yeah, yeah. yeah if if that you suits you, staying at the same place for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, guessing it. That's not uh, that doesn't suit you. I can't. If yeah, <laughs> in some way it does. I mean, it it has to be like constantly developing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I I had my first desk, real real desk job at. Uh, At Toel, maybe I would say that's mm-hmm. the, maybe the most grounded job I had mm-hmm. together with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I was fi- it was fine because there was Toel City as well. There mm-hmm. was a lot of action. Yeah. Does the listener know about Toel City and stuff? Uh, we we've mentioned it, but it's like just for anyone who hasn't heard of it, it's the new kind of uh, it's a big garden. brewery for Toel City, but it's also like this kind of like. Um, craft beverage yeah. mecca, like there's so they're brewing like ciders and doing like. Um, Kombucha and it's just open for all sorts of new ideas when it comes to brewing things like that. So yeah, yeah it's pretty cooking cool. Also, it's not part of. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a little there's going to be a, 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 a there's a smoker out there and stuff like that. It's yeah. pretty and there's a lot of stuff moving happening there. So it's it's a mm. cool, exciting new uh, on a bigger scale, but a new kind of startup idea. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. definitely like a mecca for yeah drinks and whatever. Yeah, yeah. everything liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh, You also run uh, a, 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 a sex toy online webshop. Yeah. 
called Peach. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like in complete contrast to this conservative But, thing you just said, yeah. behind the scenes <laughs> in the bedroom, Danes are very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not yeah. sure. Uh-huh. But I mean, I'm still also doing acting. Yeah, okay. On the side. Mm-hmm. I have a, I'm in a, in another movie coming out soon as oh. well, called Vilmen, just to do some commercial on it. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. So that's still a thing going on on the side. So you said, so have you, so since, the, pause with the, the peach thing, so you've, you've, pause the peach, you pause the peach, <laughs> so you've, you've got the acting book, you enjoy doing it now, it's like, because, mm. because you, you kind of came into Jortec through fun with a friend of yours. Yeah. Have you, is it something you're pursuing now, you, you enjoy doing it? I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult and yeah. it's hard, but I really like it. I think mm. it's fun. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just a very nice work, uh, like atmosphere kind of like, it's a nice, uh, mm. it's, it's just fun. Yeah. Like people are nice, people are serious and it's very intense mm-hmm. and short periods mm-hmm. suits me perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Very yeah. intense, and then you're off completely. Yeah, I, that's actually that's that's kind of how, how we got to know each other, but because you directed a, a short um, oh, yeah, ad for true. Tool, and we worked on that together. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think maybe directing is something you'd want to get into as well? Maybe one day. Yeah. But that's even harder, I would say. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a. Then you need to be steady, steady, yeah. and I'm not. Yeah. Too much energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what what kind of projects are you? So there's this movie coming up, and what, yeah, it's it's done. We did it in 19. Okay. It's just a been delayed because of corona right okay what yeah. was it called again uh, Vilmen, like Vilmen. Uh, wild men yeah 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 okay yeah. it's uh i think it's scheduled soon on tribeca film festival for premiere uh, cool. oh wow okay yeah is it's that the one with the smash mickelson in that no who is who is who no is the... uh, i'm very bad with names the one of the main characters is called saki saki oh, oh the uh, the beatboxer saki yeah he used to do some rapping yeah rapping and beatboxing yeah yeah, yeah. And then um, oh, he's cool. I liked him. He's a good actor. Yeah, that's a. It's a big. Yeah. Setup. It's nice. Oh, cool. cool. Should maybe name drop some more, but I'm very bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> Rasmus Skov. Yeah. 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 These these are for 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 the non-initiated. These are big names. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's quite big. Yeah. 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 Cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Both in in physical shape and uh, as an actor. <laughs> yeah. He's also a singer now. He's, he's also a singer yeah. now. Oh, he I did the know. John Monson. Oh yes, movie. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. A legendary Danish singer. Yeah. Yeah. Really worth a listen if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a legend. Deep cut. <laughs> John Monson. <laughs> yeah. <That's a> deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pick up the peach. Yeah. How did, how did that come about? Peach dot mm. That, I think that has to that has to be part of the entrepreneur part. Yeah, right? yeah. So I linked up with a few other guys, uh, who also had this very entrepreneur kind of attitude, mm. and we were like, we need to do something. And in be- in the beginning, we were looking into doing um, a service like a for um, um, tampons and stuff. Okay. Like we wanted to copy an American concept mm-hmm. that wasn't in Europe yet. Mm-hmm. Where you had it on a, um, yeah, you just had it on a, a monthly service, and like it would a subscription. be a subscription. It would be yeah. on your door handle, yeah, okay. every day, connected with a with another app. Yeah, okay. And we started to look into it, and we're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly we got to like we got the numbers from some of the the eco friendly producers in East Europe that c- could do big amounts of yeah. tampons and whatever we needed, like yeah. Um, and it was just way like way too much, yeah. like. 
pallets of pallets of pallets, like two LCD size, yeah. right? Like yeah. a football field minimum, like <laughs> like that you had to order. At yeah, a time. just to yeah, start okay. the production. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm, of course, not a football field, but yeah, but close we're talking a lot of tampons though. <laughs> and then uh, we talked to a friend called August, and he was like, "The sex toy industry is ridiculously uh, like it's super super sad in Denmark." Mm. Uh, really? Yeah, he was like, "It it's a big business, but." Everyone is just like so old school in the way they talk about it, the way they, and then we looked into it and then half a year later we were like, we needed to do something because it was like a sad scene and it was, mm-hmm. it was still way too like, um, taboo to like talk about it and like, even like in, engage about it, like in a, in an open really? dialogue. Yeah. Hmm. In Denmark, which is the first country to legalize pornography. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. 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 So, since that. We staying quite conservative, I would yeah. say, in general. Mm-hmm. So that was like the main key, like that we could actually look at a business model yeah. where we also had like this. We could talk about being like moving some political borders, maybe. Yeah. With with like with the concept. Yeah. Yeah, because I I uh, looking at your website, sort of, you you have a philosophy behind this, mm-hmm. like so. I quite like that sort of. It's a Yeah, yeah, to 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 better people, but also to yeah maybe open up this dialogue and sort of you know, make it uh, uh, okay to talk about. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's quite nice. Mm. That's quite nice. And we're still learning quite a lot. Yeah, mm. I mean, just how long to, have you been running uh, Teach? Officially, <laughs> a bit more than a year. No, I mean like, uh, but when we started, like really putting yeah. time on yeah, it, yeah, 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 I would say a bit more than half a year, mm-hmm. like maybe eight months. Nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, like where we really pushed yeah. hard. Um yeah. But uh, like just the thing that we three guys sit mm. around a mm. table and talk about sex toys is mm. it's not common. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm. normally it's just like oh sex toys. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit Ooh, of a how naughty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, dildo. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's something you buy. Yeah, as a bad gift or a funny gift for yeah. a friend, right? Like and, that, that doesn't get returned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. It's yeah. going quite well, and yeah, and we are having a really like close connection with most of our customers and the people that we're working with. And how how does that work? How do you have a close connection with your customers? Like we we are we're trying to like if we get a bad review of a product or something, mm. we're trying to put some standard in for the products. Mm-hmm. We want it to be a bit more like that. You're going into Metas, like you're going into mm. ASAP, kind yeah. of like. Uh, maybe a high-end, um, just a regular, but a, like something a bit more like a common thing. That yeah. this is, it doesn't have to be something special that you want to buy a vibrator, yeah. or that you want to buy a pelvis trainer. Uh, uh-huh. uh, like it, it, it can just be like super natural and mm-hmm. something that is fine to like show off. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully we could put a product in in Metas one day or something. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, Researching this, I saw Metas actually do. Yeah, they do. They do. They put, do sell some. Uh, they do have some really? pelvis trainers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, uh, pelvis trainer. It's pelvic floor balls. Yeah. I Sorry. Had to, I had to. Tr- I use Google Translate. Big uh-huh. buns cooler. Yeah. 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 So according to Google Translate, yeah. it's pelvic floor balls. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so everyone should do it. Like it's um, it's a way to train your vulva. Oh, okay. Um, but it's also a common thing, like after birth and when you get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a vulva, that 
it's hard for you to like hold your pee mm-hmm. and, like yeah just stuff like that and, okay. and it's just okay so it's, it's actually it's an exercise help, it's a health it thing is, it's yeah, not yeah, okay yeah, right yeah, okay yeah. okay and then okay. sometimes it's angled a bit more sexual and sometimes it's angled a bit more uh, fitness health kind of yeah okay um, I think it should stay health yeah. kind of first of all and then you can just do whatever you want to do yeah yeah okay but okay. I mean up to people yeah um, but so if we get a bad review mm-hmm. from a customer or someone says hey this product looks nice but it doesn't work very well mm-hmm. Then we try to take that into a dialogue and say, "Hey, what can we do?" And okay. When we out at uh, like last week, we were at Olin's Pride, mm. uh, and we had a lot of like uh, conversations with. We were talking with a trans. I can't really remember. Yeah, she's a transsexual, mm-hmm. and that was a completely new field for me, specific mm-hmm. uh, about what kind of specific toys they were using mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because of uh, hormones and uh, oh, yeah. and stuff like that that makes different kind of like stuff grow down yeah. at your vulva, right? So yeah. it's it's a completely new setup, like what you need. Yeah, yeah. And like dialogues like that with customers when you meet them or over mail, or mm. it's quite helpful for us. Like, so, so we keep on developing, yeah. like how can we like help finding a product that suits specific groups or specific needs? Yeah, yeah. So... The main idea about Peach is based on this, that it's focused on the body mm-hmm. and not like what sex you are. And mm-hmm. like, are you a couple? Are you single? Are you like, it's more like focused on the actual body parts. Like, where do you want to use it mm-hmm. and how can you use it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not the classic way, like this is for ladies, this is for boys, this yeah. is for couples. Mm-hmm. That's how it is on a regular sex side. Yes. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no spot for all everything in between uh, I yeah. noticed that actually yeah it yeah. wasn't like click for men click for women it wasn't like that on, on peaches it's, no. it's like it's just the, the, the objects and where they're like they go on yeah. their body yeah. Uh, yeah either it's a product or it's like a body part kinda. yeah 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 yeah. and we're still working on that we're trying to develop and maybe in half a year something we'll have something mm-hmm. way better a way yeah. better setup that suits even more people and yeah so what what do you think like touching the pulse of like sex toys and talking openly about sex toys and stuff in Denmark uh, what do you think people's attitudes are now because the, the a reason we were like interested in talking to you about this not only because it's an interesting topic and, and like your, your your own story but also the thing that a lot of people saw in the news last year was Denmark sex toys goes up mm. 50% or something like that so like it became not no, only sex toys I also think we talked about there was Sex. this homemade yeah made homemade porn yeah no, yeah that's gone true, up yeah. as well where you that. could sort of make some money off it. it was a bit like a having your own YouTube channel but yeah. then it was like a you monetize your own yeah. porn channel yeah <laughs> but that was very but the, the, the most Dane. of the u- users were Danes yeah also. yeah okay yeah, yeah. so it, it, there was this internationally seen as like Denmark being like totally into sex toys and sex and porn and stuff but. What do you, what's your opinion now? Like, do you, actually, in the industry, are is it growing quickly? Are people actually really kinky behind closed doors and not talk about it? Or yeah, now not saying <laughs> using a dildo is really kinky. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely not kinky. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that is vanilla com- yeah. compared to the stuff you could be doing. Depends on how you use it, right? Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, that's up to the yeah. people using it. Like, yeah. Right? Mm. Um, i think to talk about the thing what about like um private or uh, amateur porn videos mm. there was a new s- site called uh, OnlyFans yes that just came out like 
a few years ago. I don't. I'm not sure when it started, but it 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 this, blew it blew up. This is the bit where Marius is going to pretend he doesn't want OnlyFans. This. <laughs> I've never heard of this. <laughs> we actually, I actually have it. <laughs> we have a very like um, close um, teamwork with a, a OnlyFans producer. So just 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 for for people who may not know, can you explain okay, what OnlyFans yeah, sure. is? So OnlyFans is a a hub for porn stars, mm. but it's porn stars that doesn't work under a big uh, production company. Mm-hmm. So it's. Uh, they turned kind of the the finances around. So now the the producers of the content, which is the porn stars now, mm-hmm. gets eighty percent, I think, mm-hmm. and then the site, which is OnlyFans, get twenty percent. Okay. So it's super smart for everyone. And it's subscription based, so you have to like yeah subscribe. I, I think there's like different uh, different options, but yeah. the the main option is subscription. Yeah. Okay. And then the user, uh, the producer, sets the subscription price. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, And then there's a lot of, I think there's a lot to it, like how you grow and Mm. different user circles you can be part of, like Euro, Mm. more specific countries and stuff. Mm. But the whole like, what do you see in the music industry? Hmm? Is the same or what? Yeah, like I feel like there's been a like push now that it's easier to produce music and or content in general. Like Mm. it's people are taking ownership of it yeah. stepping yeah. away yeah, from big the big time. production company. Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. 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 I mean, now you need a iPhone 12 and a, and some light and then there you go. Mm-hmm. You have a pawn studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Or any studio. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. iPhone 12 is specifically porn That's oriented. Specifically yeah. porn. That's how they branded it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. It was in, it's in his dying uh, will. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs dying will. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, final words. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing. <laughs> Um, so you're saying that you uh, Peaches is connected to um, OnlyFans? Only no, uh, or yeah, yeah, p- not directly, but through uh, a girl called International Angel, uh-huh. who is um, we're working closely with her. So yeah. she got some different bundles at our side, and we just we do some uh, we do some uh, competitions with her on her Instagram, and we we boost each other like, yeah. and we work together. She also do some. Reviews of some products and stuff. Okay. Like just, uh, yeah. Um, but it's also because she represents something that we really like, like mm. that you can be independent and be a bit more safe while you produce porn. Mm-hmm. And it, she's also the angle that she's using is a bit more like it's it's okay to produce porn. She's very open about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of the same issue with Peach. That the same thing that we want to say that it's actually fine. Mm. To talk about this, there's a lot of people that use uh, sex toys of a need, like more than a lust, kind of. Mm, okay. Uh, and yeah, and it's also just fine to use it. Yeah. Because of lust, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to make it a bit more like casual, kind of. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then only thing is just it's for the producers mm-hmm. mainly, right? So that's good. Mm-hmm. And there's no big company behind it like mm-hmm. and bad salary and stuff but is this is this is this an idea that's spreading in Denmark are people becoming more comfortable with these ideas like this kind of like uh, casual attitude yeah kind of yeah uh, more I like, think it's big in US as well there's yeah. a lot of new um, sex toy producers in US like yeah. Dame and Unbound Babes and mm. which are really like trying to innovate the game with like uh, Dame is a a 
former she's an engineer one of them and then the other one she is sexolo uh, what's that called sexologist sexologist yeah i think so i can i'm not sure but one of them is definitely an engineer yeah and they they're like focusing very much on the female body with mm-hmm. their products so mm-hmm. a lot of it is like they have a product called pum which is built after the pelvic muscle mm-hmm. uh, and they're just trying to like rethink instead of like if you go 30 20 years ago it was mainly men thinking in products for females mm. like roughly of mm-hmm. course in between us mm. but that was like the main attitude towards sex toys mm-hmm. now it's more like rethinking it and mm-hmm. trying to so i think it's a it's definitely an international thing and i don't think denmark is the first movers but there's definitely something moving on in denmark yeah okay um I mean, you've seen it with swinger clubs also. Like, I remember I where my parents live in Venlusa. All of a sudden, there were like three swinger clubs in a sort of two hundred meter radius What? of their really? house. True. Yeah. Yeah. There were so, and I, but that I think that's, I think there's maybe I don't think we're necessarily conservative with it, but maybe there's sort of that that it, we like to keep it a little bit private, mm. and there's maybe even something. Kinky about that it's our private thing, or yeah. you do mm. it in a in a in But a swingers club, and you have your little bubble there, and yep. sort of yeah. So it might not necessarily be a taboo thing, but maybe sort of a need for some yeah some privacy or like it to, adds to the whole thing. Yeah, that, maybe, like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But we're definitely not trying to take out the private part of yeah sex. No, or like no. like the the only the only thing that we really want to. Not the only thing, but one of the things that we like state is that it should be fine to talk about mm-hmm. sex products mm-hmm. and sex in general. For sure. Uh, For sure. Even down to ground school, kind of like. Yeah. Um, but I think the whole sex club thing, because that's been big in Denmark, like for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it, without being judgmental, I would say it's part of a bit like that's part of the old school part of it. It's yeah. for a reason. It's completely fine. But it's still like a bit. You don't talk about a sex club. It's weird, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, but we all know that's here, and mm. yeah. it's com- like that's a Danish thing. But mm. like, I mean, Booba, mm-hmm. you're, you know, Booba, yeah, mm-hmm. he did a TV show where he visited a sex club once. So when Booba does it, it's fine for the rest <laughs> of them, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ate some hash cookies in Finland. Yeah. It's fine. Booba yeah. did it. Like, yeah. So when Booba does something that's a, like a Danish, uh, it's yeah. okay yeah. for the average Dane. Yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> Normalized. So for some reason, swinger clubs is fine, but like talking about sex products in school, that's definitely not fine, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Or talking about pleasure while you have sex, that's yeah. definitely not fine. Mm. I mean, I, it's not something that we do, right? Like mm. um, the whole thing, like about talking about sex and sex products with your kids or together, like male to male, female to female, or whatever your sex is, like mm. that's still like either you're in a Either either you're in a group where it's okay or it's mm. definitely not okay. Like mm-hmm. it's for a lot of males, it's like that's why I see the most like um, resistance to talk about. Like where it's mostly like where it's too like that's definitely not something that we're gonna talk about. That's when I meet some of my male friends mm. and they all want to ask about Peach. Like how's it going with Peach? And and they all, I can see that they want to know more about it. Mm-hmm. But when I start talking about it, they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's too toxic for them, right? It's yeah. like it's fun. They mm. want to know more, but they're still afraid. Like, 
they're afraid it's gonna kill their manhood or something. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Like, yeah, it must tap into the insecurities. Like definitely, I think uh, that's a big thing. For like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sex toys can also just be loop. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a toy. It can be mm-hmm. like there's so many different like yeah. There's just so many ways to use sex toys. It's not yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people who can't get an orgasm without sex toys. There's mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. I think it's a it's something that's changing. And hopefully it's changing quickly, but mm. still something that needs to be focused on, mm-hmm. like a more positive way of thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it, then it doesn't have to be kinky or naughty or mm. like when you talk about it, because t- to be honest, I don't care what people do with their sex toy as long as they do it safe yeah. and they do it like they ask if it's okay, yeah. whatever you do, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. as long as you do it in the good, do whatever you want to do, do yeah. it kinky, do it not kinky do it like like granny's complete uh, mm-hmm. i don't care like just do whatever you want to do but just don't be afraid of it like don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean the worst thing that can happen is that oh i don't like a butt plug in my ass that's mm. uh, that was a bad decision okay we don't do it next time <laughs> yeah. i mean like yeah. that's it i mean that's the worst thing that can happen yeah. uh, of course there's all these stories of stuff right but mm. if you do it like 101 yeah. safe and you yeah. don't start out too hard like yeah have fun. I mean, smaller like, butt plug. Yeah. Small butt plug. Exactly. Yeah. Don't start with the big one. Like the finger. Yeah. 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 Finger is good. I think. I think. Uh, I know we've been talking about Denmark and 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 like the, the Danes, but I think, for my personal experience as a non-Dane moving to Denmark, the conversation around sex and like sex clubs and knowing like one of the first things I found out was like. Copenhagen is like the capital for sex club or swing club, swingers clubs. Like mm-hmm. there's load, like quite a lot of them here, and it's big. I think just this kind of conversation for non Danes coming, unless you're coming from a much more sexually open state nation, which I'm certainly not. Ireland's not in any way close to what Denmark is. I think it it really helps people to kind of experience their own sexuality sure. moving here as well, mm. which is really nice. Um, so it's not just Danes learning from from Peaches and DK and stuff like it's it's actually. I think it's 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 making a bigger impact than we we understand. For mm. sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't think I've never, I, I don't think I've ever thought about it really that this was something I was. I never thought about it as a taboo, but I never, I never, talked to my friends about it. Like mm. I would never start that conversation with them. Mm. Like, but I totally, there's totally a need for it. And the older I get, and the more comfortable I I get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The older they get, the more you need it. Yeah, yeah. no, in my own skin, I think sort of it's like this is actually very interesting. Mm. It's still a little bit. It still scares me a little bit. Also, Mm. like there's some kind of, but that's that's barrier, and I don't know if that's society or it's my own insecurities Mm. or what it is. Mm. But I think it's super interesting to try and open up for that, and Mm. probably very helpful. Without knowing you, I would say society, Mm. because I think that's the that's the thing that we're talking about that whenever you show something like I'm half Iranian. Mm. So imagine telling my father's side of the family about this. That was, that was not nice. Like, I mean, when mm. I'm visiting family friends, they're like, Oh, what are you doing? They know I always got new jobs. Right. And yeah. stuff. So yeah, I opened this web shop. Ah, oh, okay. So what are you selling? And in the beginning I was like training stuff. Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, just yoga mats and mats and stuff mm. like that. And they were like, okay. And then I was like, okay, I, Got to tell him, like, I was like, okay, so I'm not selling training stuff. I'm selling sex toys. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, okay, fine. And they don't want to talk about it the rest of the evening. Yeah. 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 So, but I think it's society. Mm-hmm. I think it's, um, 
I think it's that small fear that you're talking about is the whole thing. It's because it's it's not that we're saying that you have to use sex toys. No. You don't have to try it. Mm. Like you have that has to be like something that you want to. Mm. But just to be able to talk about it and know about it, like mm. that's the important part. Mm-hmm. Like uh if you go back to okay, now it's just the Danish schools, right? Mm. And when you have sex education in Denmark, it's mainly about what you shouldn't do and how you protect yourself. Yeah. That's if you're lucky that you have I never had it in my schools. Mm. But um but it's never about how to have good sex. Mm. No, yeah. I mean like and what is sex? Like is it like how do you start sex? Like what age? Yeah. Mm. Like it's more like this is forbidden. This is the way to do it. Mm. This is what you need to use. Mm. Like condoms, condoms, condoms. Mm. This and is what you should like, be scared of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe they should, should say, like, okay, if you use a condom, use some loop. Mm. Otherwise, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't use condoms when I was mm. young because it was shit. Yeah. 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 But I should have, right? Mm. I was just lucky. Mm. Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's like, that's also why it's like we're 30 plus and it's still scary to talk about sex toys because, oh. I mean, it's not really scary, but something in there is like yeah, saying, yeah. like, it's, yeah. oh, this is, might be a little bit Uncharted dutchy. territory. Yeah, for yeah me. exactly. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. where you're going with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I, I think that's like, that's probably how society affects it, sort of indirect through this, like, this is what you shouldn't do with sex, and these are the dangers, and always protect yourself. And, mm. and, and then there's a bit about the, uh, how the sperm goes in and finds the egg and a bit about that maybe a cartoon mm. slightly graphic but still drawn in a sort of we've talked about this we, we, yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about yeah, this yeah, in yeah. previous episodes but I think yeah. this aspect of like yeah how do you initiate sex also just in the current climate of like me too and sort of yeah, like yeah. like like so we avoid these sort of terrible incidents where Somebody didn't agree to it, but yeah, there exactly. wasn't. There was never a dialogue about it. Like, but that mm-hmm. that whole that whole part is skipped. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get into having sex? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. did you talk about it, or was it just like randomly drunk? Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, that whole pre part. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. sex is just. It starts when you start penetrating something. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. sex. Yeah. And then you come, and, and then it's done. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. maybe like two hundred years ago. Yeah, mm. yeah, but yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, I I agree. It's uh, yeah, but. There's some trends going on society-wise, and it's it's moving, mm-hmm. and it's happening, mm-hmm. and it's been going on for years now, and yeah, mm-hmm. but it's also something that's dividing people quite a lot. Uh, but I think the younger generations are really picking up on it. Yeah, yeah. Like we have a young crowd of followers in Peach, like, yeah. and they're like strong and dedicated, and then they know more about it than a lot of us. Like they, they're so aware. Like they really they're woke. Right? They're woke. <laughs> yeah, but they know like and they care. And uh, and I think like social media is like a good reason for a lot of them know because mm. it's so easy to get like information. Mm-hmm. It's just about to sort what's right and what's not right. But yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're young mm. and they know and and they want to talk about it. So mm. yeah. yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And how's bingo uh, fit into it all? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So bingo was was something we started uh, because of Corona. Yeah. We had one bingo which was physical, yeah. with around a couple of hundred guests, and it was this big success. And while we were doing the bingo, uh, they announced the government announced that there's going to be a lockdown, and this is the last night where you can buy drinks out. Uh-huh. And everyone just went mental and started <laughs> yeah. drinks and drinks, and it, it turned out to be a mad yeah. bingo evening. Yeah. Um, and I think it's 
it's because we wanted to meet some of our customers because we are an online we, we don't have a physical yeah. store yet mm, hopefully yeah. we'll do but yeah. um it was just a way to like know some of the people that we were selling our products to uh-huh. and we we brought a lot of products so we had this like showcase of like 10 products maybe yeah. mm-hmm. and we could talk with the with the guests at yeah. the bingo about yeah. what did they like about the products and some was too expensive and some was too cheap and mm. a lot of small details that yeah. we never thought about like mm-hmm. so that's the main thing and then because of corona we kept it going online mm-hmm. um And hopefully this will be the last online bingo and we can start doing it uh, with some bigger events again. Yeah. Maybe a mix online and physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Forward, yeah. 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 <laughs> But it's quite fun. We have two really nice hosts now called uh, Connor, uh, a.k.a. Um, Proxy Server. Okay. And then we have uh, Maimo Kai, who's, um, uh, who's a very uh, nice person as well. She's nice in a mad way in a good mm-hmm. way yeah. <laughs> they're a really good tech team yeah uh, and they run the bingo now as the hosts and they're just yeah they bring they really pick up a good vibe yeah yeah so it's a uh, i think last time we had maybe around 300 400 wow oh wow participants who staked the whole for the whole bingo which was That's insane yeah which is yeah yeah and are you doing and all the i uh, assume it's in danish yeah it's in danish yeah, yeah. no actually it's yeah kind of because uh, kana is from us mm-hmm. okay so it's uh oh proxy server is from us so okay. it's a it's a mix yeah um but we're starting to like uh we started translating everything on our side mm-hmm. so it'll be in english soon mm-hmm. yeah okay. great yeah okay. Right. Well, I believe you need to go uh, get the bingo going. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Joe, for coming in and having this uh, wide, varying <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But um, at the heart of it, I think um, it, it's really important stuff you're doing, and uh, we really hope to see it succeed and get bigger. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for best, having me. Best yeah. of luck with the the film, also when thank it comes you. out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the film. <laughs> yeah. Career as a chef in London and uh, yeah. potential gardening partners in the yeah. future. Who knows? And that's just half of it. <laughs> Big thanks to, to to Joe for coming in. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to that bingo. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. I is bingo for... a big thing in Ireland? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I used to take my granny to bingo. <clears throat> well, what, what do they also have like slangs for the different numbers and yeah yeah um two little ducks 22 two little ducks 22 yeah. legs 11 <laughs> um you probably couldn't say a lot of them now yeah okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all the threes 33 um yeah 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 Bingo's a big thing, but it's like it's an older person thing. Mm. Um, but it's definitely had a revival here in uh, in Denmark, I think, as yeah. a sort of a, yeah. Like, I remember, uh, oh, what's the house on, um, on Vestable, the cultural house? We had Absalon. In. Absalon, they yeah. do a bingo night, and yeah, I feel like mm. it's quite common to have a bingo night. Now. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it's also fun. What? These hot tips. Nice. Wow. Nice. Wow. That was impressive, Owen. It's the first time we've done a little um, duet on that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, 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 yeah. That was good. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Uh, well, um, first hot tip uh, is related to uh, our guest from uh, last week who spoke to us about Flea. Um, and um, on the first of June, um, you can... Uh, 
you have a chance to go watch Flea. It's like a pre-premiere in the Empire uh, Beal, mm-hmm. uh, where there will also be a Q&A with the director of uh, the um, yeah, award-winning um, animation documentary, Flea. Cool. So, um, yeah. And if you hadn't heard the uh, the episode with uh, Charlotte, um, then uh, by all means. Yeah. Uh, Very yeah, interesting conversation also. Yes. Yeah, I was in the cinema. <clears throat> since that interview, I was in the cinema and I saw the trailer for Flea on, on the big screen. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. It looks really cool. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, and I'm, the posters I'm, are over there. It's, it's really exciting. I'm excited. I'm really happy for it. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then, um, if you want to get a bit outside of Copenhagen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can go to uh, Svinninge. Um, where Toul has uh, opened uh, their city beer garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, Saturday, the 22nd of May, they're uh, starting up with a free beer to the first 452 people. Furthermore, you can enjoy food. They have a smoker. Um, play some mini golf, listen to some tunes, and soak in the sunny vibes of their beloved craft beverage hub. Yes. Not quite sure. What is a craft beverage hub? Craft Beverage Hub is like well, we like what we mentioned when Joe Joe Tech was or Joe was uh, was was talking about uh, working in this in this location. Mm-hmm. It's so it's massive, right? It's yeah. a huge like it's industrial like a site, city. Right? Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Two old cities, what they call it. And there's like one really big building where the brewery is, but then Tool had lots of other buildings attached to it that they didn't need right now for production. Mm. You know, so they're like, hmm, what do we do with this? We'll contact our brewery friends or like fermentation friends or like uh, food friends and be oh, like, yeah, okay. do you need a space? Do you need to use this? So it's like this kind of like collective feel to like, uh, like there's a there's a, a, a cidery there. So mm-hmm. a guy's doing like really amazing experimental cidery. There is ciders there. There's a, a um, ba, 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 I think there's like, there was a like person doing like um, organic and natural skincare products oh. there, like making them. Mm-hmm. 